0: welcome back to new rock this is the big question the podcast that gives you too much information about how wandavision simulated reality might be a pocket universe that we also live in what oh i'm eric voss and tumbling down this conspiracy rabbit hole with me is tommy bechtold hey
1: buddy hey what's up eric hello everyone how are you great to be here
0: Are any of us still alive? Have we ever been alive? Are we just a piece of digital code in some greater
1: framework that we're unable to see? What is time? Is there money in heaven? All of these questions and more will be answered. (laughs) Hopefully, but let's try to encapsulate it in this week's big question. What is it this week? Oh, Eric, the question we have, uh, as we have alluded to slightly, simply, are we living in a simulation? (laughs) (laughs) We're being for real folks, this
0: is an important question now more than ever. (laughs) Oh shit, we're going there. So
1: let's do this thing!
0: Look, I don't know about you, Tommy, but when that WandaVision trailer came out, it hit really close to home yeah. I, for many of us. And it's because the way it seems to be evoking concepts like The Truman Show, The Matrix, Inception, that whole mm. nagging notion that our lives in 2020 are so nightmarish that it feels like we could be living in a simulated reality. This whole idea of a simulated reality is uh, it's a conspiracy theory that is mm-hmm. going to, let's say that out of the gate, there is no evidence to point to it other than than the lack of evidence to the contrary, which is not evidence, but it it is used as proof in conspiracy theory thinking. I've connected the two dots. You didn't
1: connect shit, but- I've
0: connected them. We here at New Rockstars like to keep our conspiracy theories as total conspiracies.
1: (laughs) total conspiracy
0: confined to fictional universes yes the truth is nothing is more true right now for many of us than questioning our reality and i really want to shine a light on some of these concepts so that you know you watching at home don't get accidentally sucked into these things by accident which is how they get you
1: that's right Next thing you know, you're believing the earth is round and that we went to the moon. (laughs) We don't want people thinking that kind of bogus bullshit. So we're going to be talking about the whole idea
0: of the simulated reality, how WandaVision seems to be suggesting that for at least this Marvel universe in the show. And -hmm. by the end of this, Tommy, my goal is to convince you that you are living in my
1: simulation. No convincing needed. That's a dream for me. I've been hoping that that was the case. (laughs) I'll be the puppet and you simply be the guiding hand, easing your way up inside of me, controlling me. (laughs) That invisible hand will never be more visible
0: or more sensual.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, God.
0: Well, uh, let's start from the beginning. Where did this idea of a simulated reality come from? Just to give you a bit of historical perspective here. uh, Really, ever since the Enlightenment in the 17th century, Uh, going forward. There were existentialist philosophers like Rene Descartes who began to wonder in his first meditation that our perceived world might be an illusion created by a demon to deceive us. He famously asked, how can you be certain that your whole life is not a dream? And that essay ended up inspiring a ton of things like Inception that you never know that you're in a dream while you're in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't know until you've woken up. So what if we're waiting to wake up from this dream? Around the same time, actually a couple decades later, there's this guy, Samuel Clark, who popularized that master clockmaker theory of the universe that the creator, this divine creator pieced together and then wound up the machinery of the universe and then stepped back so that everything started to move in a scripted destiny and he would never need to divinely interfere with it. Hmm. I like that. A lot of this is religiously linked, right? Like uh, the someone above us created this universe and everything is connected to a clockwork and we don't truly have free will. So a lot of this has been intertwined with a lot of religious thought. But in the modern era, in 1981, uh, Jean Beaugerillard wrote Simulacra and Simulation. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. It's a famous book that actually cameos in The Matrix. That's where hmm. Neo keeps, uh, he hollows it out and keeps all of his discs in there. Ah. Um, the Wachowskis required the cast to read this book. The central premise is that capitalism has reprogrammed society in such a way that simulated copies of reality have become our reality. Mm. The example being Disneyland. Disneyland has become a place that we seek to recapture the joy of childhood, but for most people, that particular joy never really existed. We've always just associated it with the dream of visiting Disneyland, Mm. but what is it representing? It's representing just other Disney movies that are themselves sugar-coated simulations of darker Grimm's Brothers' fantasy source material that's
1: yeah. uh that's nice uh, that's making my mind expand that's making me question everything around me what's <laughs> real what's not I'm going to break some shit in my room and see what's real and what's not. (laughs) And what Tommy is saying right now is basically how a lot of people felt in the late
0: 90s when things like The Matrix came out, The Truman Show came out, and X-Files was on TV. Mm -hmm. Those titles specifically weren't just reflections of what was going on. For many people, they began. It was the genesis of their pop conspiracy thinking. In fact, terms like Red Pill... From the Matrix has now been co-opted by many conspiracy theory movements as a term used for awakening someone from their bogus reality. And there have been a lot of studies showing the increasing popularity of real conspiracy theories like flat eartherism, false flag shootings, the moon landing being faked, 9-11 truthers are linked directly to those titles. Mm. And I want to say when I say real conspiracy theories, I'm not saying the conspiracy theories themselves are uh, making real statements. It's just that people really believe this
1: bullshit. Yes, very, very important important discrepancy to make there. <laughs> yes. And that's what's scary
0: about this because of the numbers behind some of these theories and because of the real-world consequences that kind of thinking has, we have to take them seriously and talk about them now.
1: I got a paper trail to prove it. Check this out. Take a look at this jesus christ that like and
0: really the most recent wave of these series rapidly expanded between the years of around 2010 to 2013 and what happened then well that's when smartphones with constant access to youtube and other sites hit the market and got in the hands of uh you know middle-aged dudes with plenty of time on their hands oh
1: yeah oh no that's me <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's us
1: that's us baby uh,
0: we're not judging we're judging a little bit because we have to bit. judge but <laughs> yeah a little
1: bit all that uh
0: There have been some thought experiments. Scientists actually believe that within 100 years, we may have the technology to simulate an entire universe down to a quantum level, including the inner workings of billions of individual minds. So let's say that like 200 years from now, the Earth that we live on is uninhabitable, which is looking increasingly likely, and humans, interstellar-like, have had to move to another planet. Those future humans may choose to run simulations to test out strategies that will ensure that humanity then will not make the same mistakes again And they'd likely run lots of simulations, tweaking things here and there to figure out which strategies worked best. And that means there would be many, many simulated realities, but only one true reality. And considering the law of probability, we right now are more likely to be in one of those simulations than not. Are we not? Ah. Terrifying. You should be terrified. And, you know, we saw this in uh, that Black Mirror episode, Hang the DJ, right? Where the, uh, the couple, yes. you know, they were found to just be one of many, many countless simulations to figure out how this dating app could connect to people. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, hey, it's possible we could be living in that reality. Despite having no evidence, this is just conjecture. It sounds good to me. I'm willing to give all my time and money towards this theory. <laughs> Before you do that, you have to give all your time and money to Marvel uh, because ah. they're the ones who pay the bills here. And we're going to break down the four specific elements in this WandaVision trailer that parallel the real-life elements of the simulated reality conspiracy theory. The first one we're going to talk about is this concept called awakening. So fundamental to all conspiracy theories is a concept of an awakening, a cathartic eye-opening moment when that seed has taken root and you begin to see everything around you as part, as proof of your conspiracy theory of Mm. the simulation in this case. So, uh, we talked about the Matrix. We've broken down the Matrix on this channel before, but the first act of that movie features three awakenings for Neo. Keanu's journey starts with Morpheus messaging him, wake up, Neo. Mm. And then the true awakening comes when he chooses the red pill. And he finally sees the Matrix as a clockwork mind prison from the outside after Mm. taking it. And the thing about awakening is once you have awoken, after you've been red pilled, it becomes impossible to go back. You cannot see your reality as you once saw it. So another example, in the Truman Show, in the beginning of that movie, a stage light falls from the sky, and the moment Truman sees that, he begins to question everything. The seed is planted, mm-hmm. and all the fake, illusory aspects of his world gradually become apparent to him. Before that moment, he would see some of these uh, on-set goofs, and just look past them. He didn't think to question it. But once that happens, everything changes. Now, WandaVision seems to be following this pattern, because both Wanda and Vision's eyes do go wide at that dinner party, as they realize they didn't know their past, her how they got here, the aspect ratio of their sitcom world widens, and it seems like each time Wanda realizes her reality is simulated in the show, that reality might collapse, and then she adopts a new sitcom reality.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Tommy, do you remember how we got here?
1: Yeah, um... Tommy, do you remember how we got here? You take the red pill. you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Oh, yes, I remember. Okay, I woke up to the sounds of my roommate screaming today, beating on my door, saying, You did it again! You did it again! You fell asleep to Blue's Clues again. It's so loud. It's on your Bluetooth. You Bluetooth Blue's Clues. It's so loud. You Bluetooth Blitz Clues. And that
0: sounds like a interesting redundant statement that might cause us to glitch, which brings us to our second aspect, glitching. So uh, glitches are freak occurrences that believers of simulated realities use as evidence. Ah. So this comes also from the Matrix in which the glitch in the Matrix was the deja vu black cat.
1: Oh, deja vu. What is it? A deja vu is usually a glitch in the matrix.
0: There's actually an amazing subreddit called Glitch in the Matrix, which I love. Users describe similar experiences like they receive impossible phone calls. They they have false memories that they could not have had because they didn't live it. And then their brother will say, oh, that person died before you were born, but they have distinct memories of that person. Huh. It's fascinating.
1: I got to get on that because that happens to me weekly. Like I experience something that I'm like, I've done this before. This has all happened before. Maybe I have powers. Maybe I'm the chosen one. I'm pretty sure you are. Just <laughs> eat this goop and live on our hovercraft and then uh, Plug in with us. Sounds
0: good. And the thing is, Tommy, a lot of us experience that. It's only people who have like a lot of spare time to actually think back and reflect back on their lives because mm. the way memory is supposed to work is your mind is supposed to erase and recontextualize certain things mm. in a way that is useful for you going forward. Memory is not supposed to be like a Digital data dump where you can just go through files and objectively read what exactly Mm. went down, our minds warp our realities uh, from our perspective that's why we have this right to a speedy trial in our court system it's like witnesses their memories do change over time mm. that doesn't mean that we should eliminate statute of limitations for for certain crimes right mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we're finding that that has been used to defend people who've done horrible horrible things in our society yes, so we're yes. having a broader conversation about that but uh, what I'm saying is like when people claim that they remember something all the time we get our memories it's wrong, wrong. Mm. there's a vast misunderstanding of how memory works but the idea behind this is that people when they work with machines when they work with technology we all know that eventually it glitches it hiccups because it's man-made it's imperfect what they end up doing is when confusing or strange or inexplicable phenomena happen in the real world they attribute it to glitches in our broader clockwork machinery Mm. so a great example of this is the mandela effect that's when people seem to be sharing collective false memories of things like Nelson Mandela dying in prison. He didn't. Or Sinbad starring in a genie movie called Kazam in the 90s. Yes. He didn't. Y'all killing me with this. <laughs> or that the Baron Steinbears used to be spelled as the Baron Bears. They never were.
1: Liar! No!
0: But it is amazing how like movie theater employees will say, I remember in the 90s working in movie theater and we had standees for Sinbad dressed up as a genie in a movie called Kazam. How do I remember, I, remember
1: I for sure remember that. And I don't, it's not true. That one was the Mandela one. I always knew he did not die in prison. The Berenstain Bears ones was fine by me. I'm not a much of a reader and I'm afraid of bears. But the Sinbad one. That one hit me hard because I watched his sitcom, his Sinbad com, and and I was certain that he was that he was in a movie called Kazam, and it turns out I was wrong. There was a Nickelodeon animated show, Kablam. There was yeah. his name was Sinbad.
0: There was the Shack Genie movie, yeah, which that was called Shazam, right? That was Shazam. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there, people are misremembering, and it's amazing how they can collectively. Misremember. Yeah, that's what freaks me out. So we see evidence of this in WandaVision, right? So Wanda's reality glitches in obvious ways, like when she intentionally mm-hmm. warps the living room furniture around her. She's aware of it, but also in like other ways that seem out of these characters' control, like when if you look closely, all of time freezes around vision at one point in mm-hmm. the trailer, suggesting, oh, this is how they're gonna figure out that this reality is simulated. Mm-hmm. So Tommy, my question for you is
1: Eric. Eric. D- D- D-
0: Sorry, I, I don't know what happened about that. I just got a really weird uh, feeling.
1: Meow. <sighs> Meow. Ah. Uh,
0: things are starting to collapse here. We should move on to our next component, uh, government and media control. So a huge component of really all conspiracy theories is that all authority figures, governments, big media big tech big pharma big financial elites big religious institutions they're all conspiring together to perpetuate the norm, whatever that lie is george orwell's 1984 a must read if you weren't forced to read it in high school this was a fictionalized tale of how dystopian societies run on propaganda double speak fake news if your world is the media around you that media can be controlled in certain ways to spread lies and mm. force you to believe things that are not objectively true and sadly as As we know, history has contributed to this belief. Um, Not just now. This has been happening forever, like world powers have waged wars over false pretenses. They've engaged in wag the dog scenarios. That's where they claim that there's something going on, but they're really doing it just to distract from other scandals that they don't want to talk about. We've seen cases of fake media, fake towns with rehearsed residents in places like Russia, North Korea, China, other places. There's false claims on Facebook that led to horrific ethnic cleansing in Guatemala. In 1954 the CIA staged a coup and they broadcasted fake military events over the radio pretending to be news just to demoralize the Guatemalan army and what's shitty about this is once there is evidence of that kind of trickery happened it discredits the real legitimate news because right. people just say oh they're just crisis actors I don't believe this happened right. and that's how that seed of conspiracy thought is planted yay. <laughs> Iya, is perfectly stated, Tommy. Uh, Thank you. WandaVision seems to be stoking these coals with the shot of Monica Rambeau exiting the Wanda pocket reality, landing outside, and what's there? Of course, a classic X Files government perimeter. Mm. And the question we're now asking is: Is Sword containing Wanda's reality warping magic, or are they observing it? Also, basing each of Wanda's realities on sitcom tropes echoes The Truman Show. There is something inherently false about those multicam sets, and Wanda's simulation using the language of TV media to manifest her worlds is definitely reflective of what people think the the moon landing was, right? Like, they thought it was all on a TV set, so they couldn't Mm -hmm. believe it. And, Tommy, I've been recording you with your webcam the whole time we've been knowing each other.
1: Oh, well, you have seen a lot of me. We'll be having a long talk after this. Uh, Some of it is just for... Just for practice, Eric, I want you to know I exercise a lot in front of this thing, and I apologize for the exercise. some of the imagery that
0: you've seen. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, yeah. yes. Our final, our final one, uh, which you could argue I've been doing this whole episode, is mm. gaslighting.
1: Oh, I know all about this. I've been in a toxic relationship before, <laughs> Eric. I'm an expert in gaslighting. <laughs> we both benefited from and perpetuated ourselves
0: yes. this kind of behavior. Yes. So what is gaslighting? We hear this term a lot. There's no such thing as gaslighting, <laughs> Eric. There's never been gaslighting. We've always been at war with gaslighting. Gaslighting is really the process by which an abuser psychologically manipulates and controls a victim by using discrete lies, by recoding, by implanting false memories. They suggest things have always been this way. You must have forgotten. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this discreet, casual reinforcing of a false reality in someone's mind so that they're living in the reality you want for them so you can control them. Really, Gaslighting is the bread and butter of cults and abusive relationships because it traps a victim into believing they deserve whatever mistreatment or oppression they're receiving and that there is no escape from it. This is just how things are. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's scary. This is the most frightening one because it happens all the time in all kinds of relationships. Yeah. Which is why we're talking about it because it's a complex thing. It happens in cults, but it also can happen in a workplace. It can happen within Mm -hmm. families. And we all have to, like, come up with terms for these kind of things and talk about them so we can spot them when they're actually happening and Mm -hmm. react accordingly. So while the other things we talked about are core tenets of conspiracy thought, gaslighting is the vicious one. That's the ongoing active method of reinforcing the false reality. Mm. So notice how in the matrix, the agents continue to call Neo Mr. Anderson in -hmm. order to gaslight him into their coded label for Mm -hmm. him as opposed to the identity he has selected for himself. In the Truman show, we see this throughout, right? Like his family and friends are continually gaslighting him Mm -hmm. with things like a fear of water, a fear of traveling. Oh, Truman, you've never liked to travel. I don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. Despite he clearly wants to break free, you know? Right Now, there is evidence that I spotted in this uh, WandaVision trailer of gaslighting with Agatha's Agnes form, Katherine Hahn's character, where she plays a role in that 50s sitcom reality. This is gonna be a gas! Yes! Tommy, she says the word gas! Yes! Gas! <laughs> that <laughs> cannot be a coincidence. Nothing in conspiracies are a coincidence. So, Tommy, Agreed. I think you should feel assured, because I've obviously never made you question your reality, right? I've never done ne- that to you. Never, never. no. Never. No, you,
1: well, there was, wait. No, no you're never. misremembering. Remember I when
0: I said all memories were false and made yes, up and, uh, and warped?
1: Thank you. Right. Yep. No, you're right? absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. But.
0: No. Uh, so, Tommy, I guess my question for you is Do you think by touching on things like a simulated reality conspiracy theory, do you think this will help people properly recognize when uh, that kind of thing is happening? Or is it more likely to do as Matrix did, force us to question our realities that we're living in that is actually real? You? <sighs> You're making
1: it worse! Well, well, this is the danger of free thinking. Just kidding. I know free thinking <laughs> is, all, is always good. But there's, you have to have a healthy dose of skepticism. I mean, healthy is the key word because if a glitch in the matrix or a distortion in your reality, is something that makes your life more conveniently justifiable, like everyone is against you, that's why things are going bad, or you can't get things done, or you can't take care of yourself because there's a conspiracy against you, then that is a sort of paranoia that we all can fall victim to, that it can be very dangerous. i protected because I made this hat. However, yeah. There is, a, I think, a healthy amount of, you know, brow furrowing you need to have when you're watching things reported to you or given to you where you're like, does this make sense? Especially through the internet. Now, obviously, there are real news sources that, like, are pretty watered down as it is, but, like, when you're getting information from, like, a site called, like, Cannonball Eagle... You might want to read through it and see if you're being manipulated. I just think for me, the danger is if you start thinking everything as a conspiracy theory, then you start being able to justify why you could be a shitty person to everyone. That's, that's what a, I yeah. that's what I see more in the red pilling is like red pilling seems to be an excuse to be a f***ing asshole. Sorry. We'll delete that. But uh No, we're leaving and, it in. And, and I would not uh I mean for me it's like I guess call me a nice little robot slave. Yeah, yeah but I would like to not be a jerk and maybe live under some simulated pretenses in order to not be a belligerent head. Uh, anyway. No, you're right on the money, Tommy. And we're discovering this in like things like nerd media
0: right now. You know, recently they announced that Electro's coming back for Spider-Man 3. I got a lot of comments, people saying, is this legit? The source was the Hollywood Reporter. It's one of the most legit media news sites. Whereas people will also send me messages. They're like, oh, this one anonymous Reddit comment said that Kraven is going to be the new Avenger or something. It's it's confirmed, right? right? It's confirmed.
1: Yeah. They can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. I heard Wolverine's going to be played by Giancarlo Esposito, according to (laughs) ComicBonanza.org. Yeah. So that's why I think it's more important than
0: ever to go into your... Rather than waiting for news to hit you, you have to preemptively, as a young adult, determine what... Legitimate, valid news sources are and and understand that there's a difference between gossip columns uh,
1: Mm or forums
0: and things like that and things that are real news. And you can tell things are real news if they are independently verified, if they Mm -hmm. actually they have connections to the source and they are connecting things not just through one source, but through multiple sources that can confirm and verify these things. And also, whatever you feel about publications like the Washington Post, the New York Times, when they report something, they have their entire... Uh, papers credibility so much on stake they lose so much if they print something wrong and then they retract it later if they do as opposed to other sites that don't even bother with that part and they have legal obligations
1: yes there's litigation that can be in the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars as we saw from Gawker, Hulk Hogan's suit against Gawker. It's like to take something to print requires in that forum, a pretty fair amount of sourcing that's already done, which is why I'm sure Eric, you share the frustration of like, when an article or a thought is shared that is already attached to a good source, the annoyance of someone underneath going source. It's like, the source is the thing that I printed for you. That is a very legitimate news institution. I'm sorry. I don't know who hurt you. You have been hurt by somebody. That much is clear. And that's the danger of uh, political
0: actors discrediting valid trusted uh, yep. decades old media institutions just because they don't serve them or they don't paint a positive portrayal of them. That's not what an independent media is supposed to do. Right. They are not propaganda machines. And if they're reporting negative things about the president, it's because the president is the most powerful figure on earth and needs to have an independent media criticizing the fact right. that he didn't pay his taxes.
1: Yeah, or doing other negative things. Don't at yeah. me. Don't don't at me. Uh, but can you guys believe this Clown? Just kidding. That's a quote for the debate. <laughs> shut uh, up, man. Would you? Who shut up, your, man. Listen, huh? Oh boy! Don't you ever use the word "smart" around me again. <laughs> <I> better- <laughs> What an insane time we're living in. Ay, ay, ay. Well,
0: let us move on to some people who helped us make this episode, starting with Hell our friends no. at DoorDash. Between <laughs> answering emails, Zoom calls, and watching every new Rockstar's video multiple times to make sure I didn't make a mistake or mispronounce the name of an obscure French philosopher. Descartes? <laughs> Descartes? Descartes?
1: Descartes? I think it's Gars. Uh, Sounds about right. <laughs> you don't always have time to cook, do you, Tommy? No, never. For me, it's all Wendy's all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, not anymore with our friends at DoorDash. You can give yourself one less thing to worry about. Let DoorDash take care of your next meal. So DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now whether it's Wendy's Mm -hmm. or something else, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Wendy's, like the Cheesecake Factory or like my favorite Chipotle. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. They don't have freezers there. You know that, Eric? They don't have freezers in Chipotle. That's how fresh it is. They don't eat them. They don't don't eat them.
0: them. I ate them on episodes of Rogue Theory recently. Mm. Made a little Chipotle cameo. Mm. Uh, Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app. Select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order for $15 or more when when you download the doordash app and enter the code big question that is five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter the code big question don't forget that's code big question for five dollars off your first order with doordash yes we also want to thank our friends at native for sponsoring this episode so my body is a finely tuned machine of whatever snacks and drinks are within arm's reach while I rush to get stuff done. Finally, to a machine in which the oil is oil from pizza cheese. Pizza time. That said, oh, I do believe that performance mm. matters when it comes to what I put in my body. It has to do its job well. My snacks better fill my tum-tum upright. <laughs> and my deodorant better keep me smelling fresh all day long. Okay. Well, Native deodorant doesn't just block odor better. It is made better. Native Ooh. has great natural ingredients like coconut oil and shea butter. Mm-hmm. It's also vegan and never Tested on animals. Aw. I like when they really put deodorant all over the animals, but fair enough. Animals don't care if they stink, so we shouldn't force them to smell better so that we can smell slightly better okay see aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating that's why native never uses ingredients like aluminum parabens sulfates but switching to an aluminum free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on odor protection native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long with over 10 different scents including rotating seasonals native has something for everyone popular scents include coconut and vanilla and citrus and herbal musk oh yes
1: you smell good
0: my favorite scent is eucalyptus and mint, mm. which Tommy smells like a koala was chewing some spearmint and mm. breathed into my armpits. F- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just really refreshing. It keeps me smelling nice even after a long day under the hot lights of the Blue Dungeon, which mm. it gets... Very hot in here. It's like the surface of the sun. Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. See why so many people love Native. And check out the over 14,000 five-star reviews. Do what I did. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash big question or use the promo code big question at checkout and get 20% off your first order. Woohoo! That is Native, d e o slash big question or use the promo code big question at checkout for 20% off your first order. And now we move on to some bite size stuff. We got one question that Tommy's going to answer. Our friend Rob sent us this amazing letter. We finally were able to check our mail. Uh, Thank you for handwriting the letter into us, Rob. It was so nice to hear from you. But if you read it here, he was asking all about uh, movies that make predictions for the future. And he talked about having watched Back to the Future Part 2 recently and how weirdly parallel that alternate 1985 is to the world we're currently living in. So Mm. we're going to boil it all down. Rob Mm. wants to know, what movie
1: got the prediction of the future most correct? Hmm. Well, Eric and Rob, that's a tough one to answer because... Lots of movies and TV shows have been pretty good at predicting stuff, but uh, then have completely missed out on other things. So it's a little yes. bit of a cr- credibility gap. Give 2001 A Space Odyssey some credit for how far out their predictions of Skype-style video calls and voice-controlled robots like Siri were all the way back in 1968. Ooh, And let me tell you, my Alexa had me held hostage in my living room last night for over an hour. So it's <laughs> no joke. You should be more polite to her. I. You know what? You're right. I should stop calling her the B word. Beautiful. <laughs> However, uh, as is uh, 2001 Space Odyssey did fail to predict, we have not uh, had space tourism yet, and robots have not murdered humans yet, that we know. That we know. So let's take a look at some other films. First, we have Back to the Future, Part 2. Part 2, uh, my favorite, Back to the Future as a child. It was made in 1989, set in 2015. And here's what they got right google glass style eyewear proto bluetooth headsets flat screen tvs skype style phone calls video billboards nike did make the mag air designed to look like the shoes in the film but that was more of a tribute and uh you know inspired by the movie rather than a prediction what they got wrong was flying cars hoverboards drone dog walkers but that's got to be coming soon Wearing two ties at once, sound effects vests, and they failed to predict the internet or widespread cell phones. So, but they got
0: the World Series right, right? They said they the did. Cubs would win the World Series in 2015.
1: <laughs> Wish I could have put a little money on the bubby Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a- against a team from Miami, which is not true, but a team did eventually not move to Miami, but changed from the Florida Marlins to the Miami Marlins. So That's not right. bad. I'm still waiting for clothes that can auto dry clean themselves, which would be very nice. Your jacket is now dry. I also have been wanting to have my Pizza Hut rehydrated. Oh, you really know how to hydrate a pizza, ma. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Such yeah, a good Back to the Future Part 2 was weirdly accurate. It's kind of yeah. creepy. I mean, not to mention we have a very powerful leader that is essentially Donald Trump living yeah. in a casino, you know? Like, that's insane. Yeah. And then we Two. have people who have uh, machine guns on their porches, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> we have Mr. Strickland speaking Mr. Strickland,
1: yes, <laughs> Two McFlies with the same gun. Okay, so next we have Contagion. <gasps> the 2011 movie accurately predicted a lot about our current global pandemic, including yeah. the virus. Starting when a wild animal, in the case of coronavirus and COVID-19, a bat, is pushed out of its habitat due to deforestation and interacts with our food system. The transmission and the symptoms are somewhat similar. Yeah, they're both respiratory and you have to worry about... Yeah, surfaces and stuff. Uh, Travel is greatly limited, and some forms of martial law are imposed after violence breaks out. Hucksters are out there peddling false cures. I'm looking at you injecting bleach into your body, which was clearly said sarcastically, even though it wasn't. The president has taken his third bleach injection and has made a full recovery. And also that... (laughs) Also, those women that were on that, like, Faith Healer show talking about, like, silver nitrate. Oh, right, 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 right. right. It doesn't cause COVID, so. You know what else doesn't cause COVID? This dick. Uh... (laughs) Oh, God, we can't put that in. Uh, 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 okay, so here's what... Uh, here's what the, that's just for the three of us. Yeah. Here, here, here's what they got wrong. The contagion disease uh, The contagion disease was much deadlier than corona, though they yeah, have similar yeah, yeah. are not rates of spread, so yeah. let's hope that's not a look at things to come. There's been no evidence of people being naturally immune to COVID-19 like Matt Damon's character was in the movie Contagion, although... I like to think I'm pretty special.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a whole video comparing right when this began. A ton of yeah. people were watching Contagion, and we want to do uh-huh. a video kind of clarifying how this is similar and how we should be cautious and yeah. and how we should be put at ease. What is really scary about Contagion is by the end of Contagion, they say 20 million people died. Oh, we have had yeah. over a million people die so yeah. far, and that is scary yeah. that we're anywhere close. Yeah, like, yeah. This is I,
1: horrifying. Equally as terrifying Slightly less depressing note, let's talk about idiocracy, made in 2006, set in 2506. That's right. Here's what they got right. Fast food in the White House, and boy, did they nail that one. Trump tried to nominate Andrew Puzder, a former Carl's Jr. exec, to be the Secretary of Labor. I'm the Secretary of State. Bought brought to you by Carl's Jr. Cars that can be remotely disabled if they don't pay their bills. That's uh, terrifying and accurate. Here's what they got wrong. Dead crops due to watering them with electrolyte drinks. But there's still time, and God, if Fuddruckers doesn't become (laughs) buttfuckers after they get over the Chapter 11.
0: You had uh, Terry Crews, a a pro wrestler, as president, and
1: people are pushing The Rock to run for president. There is still time. And Ronald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame, so anyone who's received a Stone Cold Stunner, to me, is always (laughs) eligible to be in the White House. Looking at you, Mike Tyson. (laughs) All right, we got time for one final box of scraps question. Box of scraps! Staying on the theme of this
0: episode, Tommy... Yeah, have you ever had a glitch in the Matrix moment? Uh
1: Yes. I've had some weird, like, obviously I talked about having the deja vu thing, and then I uh-huh. I have superstitions about, like, flying, where, like, if my flight's going to be changed, I am always agonizing over, like, the flight that I was supposed to be on is going to land safely, and the flight that I have changed to now is going to crash, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I think about, like, those are obviously negative ones. I have, like, a positive one, when I was 10 years old, we went to Disney World for the first time with my, my uncle Bob took us with my dad and my mom and, and his wife and kids. And when we got there, our aunt, our great aunt Ellie was in main street USA with like distant cousin of ours. Whoa, and She do like she like, she was like their aunt as well, but we had no relationship with them. So we had no idea she was going to be there. So we saw her, we were close with her and she was a really nice, sweet old woman. and. She passed away like two weeks after that, and there's no way any of us would have seen her again. Like you know, we would have never gotten a chance. Ooh. She was old. She was like in her late 80s. Not to yeah. nothing that, that makes not that, that ever makes it less sad. But not True. I don't want to say that. she suddenly died at 54 in the middle of her right. prime. Oh, but, yeah. but like we saw her in Disney World and like got to spent a few moments. I think we we ended up having lunch with them and like got to spend a little time with her for one last time. And then that was it. And then that was the last time any of us ever saw her. So. That, to me, was one of those, like, we were, you know, based in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. We're almost 2,000 miles away in in Florida. Had no knowledge that she was going to be there, despite being relatively close with her. Mm-hmm. And, and also, we just ran into her. Like, we were yeah. at a massive park. You know, I don't know how many people are in a Disney property at any given point when there's no COVID. But, like, I assume it's hundreds of thousands. We found her at the exact point and met up with her. And this was all pre-cell phone, too. So it's not like we could have texted and, you know, made any sort of plans. So that's what I got for my glitch in the matrix.
0: I have a glitch in the matrix thing that might just be a false memory that was implanted in my head. That doesn't make sense. But when I was, uh, like, four or five years old, my family went on a road trip. We. We're from Jacksonville. We went on a road trip to South Florida to the Florida Keys. We're staying in all these different hotels along this trip. There was five of us piled in this uh, weird small van. It was like this particular uh, tan gold-colored van that, like, it was distinct. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see any other vans. I've never seen another van that looks like this. But at one point, we pull into the parking lot. It was like late at night. No one is in this parking lot. We park in this part of the parking lot. No one, no other car is around. It's like you know this this vacant lot so i i get out of the car and i start making my way to the lobby across the parking lot and then i look over and my family is leaving in the van oh they're, god they're pulling out of the parking lot and i freak out i start screaming and crying running after it. i, <laughs> I have like my night night blanket this is just, just like uh, toting like a cape behind yeah. me and i'm screaming trying to flag them down and the the cart slams on the brakes, screeches to a halt and I run up to it and the window rolls down and it's like this man I've never seen before. Oh God. uh, Just staring at me, so confused. And then my brother calls over to me and he goes, Eric, what are you doing? And then he's over there with my family and I'm just staring at them confused. I look back at the car I just flagged down. It is gone. Oh God! Must have, I assume, pulled out of the out of the lot, but it was gone. And something that scarred me somehow—I was so confused as a five-year-old, thinking yeah. my family had left me behind. But it was just happened to be someone else who had the same exact car. Wow!
1: Yeah, that is bonkers. It was
0: weird. <laughs> I, I it probably didn't go down exactly like that. I am remembering, you know, over twenty years ago. It
1: sounds like a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> yes, sounds like a glitch in the matrix to me. Proof we're living in a fake world. Hell yes.
0: Well, that is our show. Uh, So great to talk with you, Tommy. I feel like we cleared a lot of things up. If you have an interesting simulated reality glitch in the Matrix moment from your past, share it in the comments below. We want to hear about it. We love hearing these kind of stories. A reminder that you can join our official Discord by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash newrockstars. You can get an audio version of the show by subscribing to New Rockstars Big Question wherever you get your podcasts. You can also send us your big questions on Twitter using the hashtag bigquestion. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtold. Follow new rock stars on social. Subscribe here on YouTube. We get too much information on all the stuff you care about. Uh, Question everything, including the people who are telling you to question everything.
1: The truth is out there.
0: (laughs) It's it's probably in a book.
1: I'm reading a rainbow.
0: (laughs) Bye, everybody.
1: Stay safe. Bye.